Welcome to the Two Twenties Podcast, where your two best friends who are here to face the highs and lows of your twenties with you. I'm Abby and I'm Charlie and we chat about all things from dating dilemmas to motherhood and everything else in between. So let's sit down, have a laugh and enjoy this wild decade together. Welcome back to the podcast. We have a special guest. I don't know if you remember her. (laughs) Did you guys enjoy our new intro flex? Look, it only took us a year. I know, but I am proud. But I hope you guys like it because we actually probably won't change it. Ever, because it was too hard to make. <laughs> and also, I hope this audio sounds good because obviously I'm not in France and Charlie is not in Australia. Yeah, so this so. is our first go at remote recording, so it's only up from here. You know what? We've put the time and effort into learning how to do this properly. We had a lesson last week. Mm. <laughs> we were back in and school. school had- we still have had some technical difficulties, but if you're listening to this, we've made it. Yeah, we, we did it. Alrighty, now, before we get into things, we do need to let you know that we've got a slightly new structure going on. Tell well, us. basically, we all know that we kind of do a, a recap of our weeks, but I say the same thing every single week. So we're just going to do a highlight instead. Highlight or anything worth talking about any fun stories or anything otherwise we're just gonna get straight into the episode and now this episode is going to be we're gonna catch up because we haven't heard from charlie in a hot minute Mm. so we want to hear charlie everything about france how you're finding moving over there anyone that is new here charlie decided to leave me uh at the start of the year (laughs) when did you leave january i think feb january yeah, it's only been a few months. Left in yeah, to to France um, with her family, with Bambi and Josh. And we had to stop the podcast for a little bit so Charlie could like settle in and find her feet over there. And I've done a few episodes since then by myself or with Alex. But thank God Charlie is back. <laughs> it's good to be back. I actually was just so nervous to record this morning. Like I've been pacing around trying to remember how to even do it. <sighs> yeah, well, it's Charlie. Is it 8am there for you? Yeah, 8am. Rise and shine. I'm having a coffee and you're on the red wines. (laughs) I'm having a wine. You know what? We should do that. A little little bit of juxtaposition Mm, there. Now, can you tell me your highlight from the week? Do you have one? My highlight of the week was fashion week. It's still fashion week. It's currently yeah. Wednesday, but I only did Monday, Tuesday, and I'm going to, I feel like I'll get into it maybe towards the end of the episode of how I found it and what it was like, but honestly, overall had such a fun experience. Which yeah. Is- I really want to know if it's overrated. I really want to know if people are how they seem online, because I know that's a really big place where, well, I've been to fashion week with you before and I have my own thoughts on it. So shall we do that a little yeah, later in the app? Yeah, hundred percent. And I feel like I had the same questions going into this year, and now I have them answered. So, okay, perfect. Charlie, I need those answers. My highlight of the week. Of- well, when I was thinking about Charlie, and I have really caught up. Yes, I know, I know. And this is probably going to be a negative because I don't really have a highlight of the week. I have had a series of unfortunate events, so I'm going to start off strong with a low light of the week. Okay, hit me, go. We'd I mean, love to negative vibes up in <laughs> It's a bit of a story time, so if you want to get comfortable, feel free. So yesterday I, 
I knew we were recording the podcast today and I had to get earphones with wires and thanks to Apple constantly changing their little plugs, I was like, right, I need to go get an adapter to to put the pluggers in, you know. So I set off at about lunchtime to the shops. Um, We have a grocery shop near us that is sells everything, electronics, books, all that jazz. I'm baby free. I'm like, this is relaxing. I'm going to stroll the aisles. So I get to, I walk in, I get to the electronics aisle and it's adapters galore. So mind you, I actually walk to the shops, realize I forgot my headphones, walk back home to get the headphones so I can just test it before I bought because you know, I've already bought two that didn't fit. Anyhow, so I get to the adapter aisle and I am trialing, trialing, you know, browsing all the products. And then I finally find one that fits my earphones, pick her up, start to head to the checkout. I was like, right, I'm here now. You can never have too much milk. So I'll just grab two bottles of milk as well. Now I didn't bring a bag or anything. So my hands are like kind of full. So I put the adapter just in my little hoodie pouch and proceed to the checkout I go why's your mouth already dropped like you know where this is going and yes I get to the checkout you know what I don't think you do so I get to the checkout put the adapter out of my pouch scan milk scan I've got two bits of milk all right and I get on my merry way again I'm so relaxed I'm child free as soon as I leave the premises of the shop security's there waiting for me (laughs) anyhow so he's like didn't even speak to me he's just giving me the finger like come on come on so I just start following him like I've done nothing wrong I've never stolen anything in my life so I'm just like this is all good and then I feel a presence behind me and there's more security and I'm like okay I'm a little bit scared now but again like I've done nothing wrong so I'm pacing through my head what do they think I've done and I'm like okay, they must think the headphones that I've got that I've like brought from home, I've stolen. So I'll just explain it. We passed the rest of the shop and like we're still walking. We're going down to the end of the earth and there's not a person inside. They take me to a room. I'm so hesitant to go in because it's two male security guards and I'm yeah. like, so far away from anyone uh, they open the door. I kid you not, it's a jail cell. Like, <laughs> it looks like a jail cell. And I'm so hesitant. I know. I, this is just yesterday. I'm so hesitant to go in because, you know, for obvious reasons, I'm a woman. I'm feeling a little bit scared. But I was like, if I don't and go they in. They're speaking French. They're speaking French. So, again, I don't really know what they're saying or what what's going on. So, I'm, like, scared to go in, but I don't want to seem suspicious. So, I go in. I try and stay as near the exit as much as I can. And they're just speaking to me in French. I'm trying to pluck out the words that I can hear. I'm hearing police. They're pointing to the cameras. I'm seeing myself on this security camera. And mind you, this is the moment it hit me. I look suspicious. Like it's so Australian of me, but I was in like just a matching brown tracky set, hair just in a messy bun. I've got Crocs on. And I'm perusing the electronics aisle for 10 minutes. Anyhow, so I'm trying to explain to them, like, I didn't steal these headphones. I did. I bought them from home. They're telling me the police is coming. They're telling me they've been watching it. This is obviously what I'm plucking out. 
anyhow, so like I'm like really stuck. I'm nearly in tears here. I'm like, of course, I've never stolen anything in my life and I'm going to get put in a French jail for earphones I already owned. So I <laughs> they're, mind you, they never asked for my receipt or anything. So after like dead to like 10 minutes of trying to plead my case, I, I'm, I'm showing them my receipt. I'm shaking at the same time. And then that's when they realized I had paid for the adapter. They thought I had stolen the adapter because I put it in my little jumper pouch. And then they're going, désolé, désolé. That means sorry. And I'm shaken up and I can never go grocery <laughs> shopping again. Oh, my God, Charlie. I haven't yeah. heard this. Oh, well, it happened 12 hours ago. <laughs> oh, my God. You nearly went to jail for the podcast. I know. I know. Honestly, do it for the plot. I can't believe I nearly got arrested under those circumstances. And now I have to see those security guards every day when I go shopping. Is that your local grocery it's shop? It's my local. It's my local. And they're probably a bit sus on me now. You're probably going to have to find a new local. I know. I know. Anyhow, that's my highlight of the week. <laughs> Holy shit. That is probably the best story you've ever brought to the I'm going to put- I'm going to put that in the title of this episode, Charlie Gets Arrested for the Podcast. <laughs> um, anything else you have to add about your week, highs, lows, any arrests? No, oh, we had – we had. I didn't get arrested. Um, I did have the LA pop-up on the weekend too, which is also another highlight. Oh, yes, um, yes. But, yeah, that went well, but I have been frantic the past week, so – Anyway, it's nice to just sit down and chat to you because we mm. haven't even caught up, honestly. So now I'm going to get into it because I feel like everyone wants to know where you've been, what you've been doing, how you're finding France, everything like that. So please give us all the details. Let's start from the beginning. How did you find going over there um, yeah. with Bambi? Yeah, so to be honest, like, I'm pretty sure everyone knows that I was just really stressed out. I was dreading these flights because from to get to Sydney to Toulouse um which is where we live in the south of France it is actually three flights so you can't go you know Sydney to London to Toulouse so we went Sydney to Singapore stayed the night for two days stayed stayed two days so we could you know catch up on some sleep and I wasn't doing all the flights back to back then we went from Singapore to Germany and then I went from Germany to Toulouse so In hindsight, I'm really, really glad that I stopped because I think it would have been a massive struggle if I didn't get that little sleep to kind of tide me over because I didn't sleep one minute on any of the three flights. And I think it was like 35 hours of traveling altogether. Um, But Bambi was an absolute angel. I was so shocked. I honestly... Like every hour that went by, I kept telling myself, okay, even if she went mental from here on, here on, I'm happy with this. I'm happy with this. And then she just, she was really good. Um, I think the reason is I was very prepared. I don't think I've ever been more prepared in terms of like activities, snacks, um, and just like mentally preparing myself for the worst. So yeah. you, you know what? Look, someone said to me, the flight won't even be the hard part. It's the the actual, you're living in another country, you're homesick. And they were bang on when they said that to me. Um, the flight, I, I would I would fly home with Bambi again if, you know, I had to. So, yeah. Well, 
you just touched on homesickness and I thought Mm -hmm. that's something that you could chat about because I know you did experience homesickness quite a bit in and out um so how did you find it and what was like what was it what was the adjustment period like do you feel like you're adjusted now do you feel like you're loving it like where where are we where have we been and where are we at (laughs) I feel like when you move overseas it's so up and down and I truly thought that I wouldn't feel like that. I just thought that, I don't know, I'm a mum. Bambi's emotions are what I was concerned about. I always thought, you know, I've got Bambi, I've got Josh. But the thing that I've really felt, my parents I speak to every day, my friends I speak to every day, the thing that I felt homesick is, oh, it's it's so hard to explain, but I feel like I don't feel comfortable and I'm craving comfort. And obviously I'm out of my comfort zone. I don't know like even just learning about my local grocery shop, where to get things, everything is in French. So that is just, grocery shopping is out of your comfort zone. So I actually, what I do is as like my little coping mechanism is every time I miss something from home, whether it's my favorite coffee shop, my, you know, switch at Bondi or even my favorite movie cinema to go to, I just write it down in my notes. And now I have this list when I come back at the end of the year of all these things that I'm going to do and and how excited I am to do these things because, you know, they are my comfort things and I miss them so much. So that would probably be a tip for anyone if you are experiencing homesickness is anytime you feel like that or miss something, write it down because there will be a day you get to return to it. That's a really good tip because I know it'll make you appreciate when you come back all those little things that you may have taken Mm. for granted when you were here. Mm. And same thing, um, Tegan and I, my housemate, actually went and picked Ben up this morning from the airport and he's been living in the UK for the past year because mm. he moved. And as soon as he got off the plane, he was like so excited for an Australian coffee. Like he was mm. like, I've never seen someone excited for Australian coffee. He's like, this is the best thing ever. I'm like, you know what? I take that for granted, my yeah. coffee every single day. That is a great tip. So I know you went through a few struggles with homesickness and, and all that and comfort is a big thing, especially when you – I feel like you had quite a quite comfort area, like your family lived near you. Yeah, I had a very comfortable life. Yeah, and I feel like you've really been pushed out of your comfort zone a lot. How are you finding it now? Like where are you at now? I mean I, I have days where I think I'll die here. I will die in France. I am never leaving. And then I have days where I'm like, get me on the next flight home to my comfort zones. But I think I think the thing is I've just have in my mind, and I think this helped me, when we originally came and I'm like, we're here for two years, that was really hard for me because I felt like I couldn't make the most of it because I'm like, I'm here for two years. And then Josh and I spoke about it and we were like, let's just have it in our heads that we're here for a year. We have to make the most of this whole year because at the end of the year, that's it. We don't get to live in Europe anymore. And that flipped my mindset. It flipped my mindset knowing this time is precious. It's to not take it for granted. Um and I, I, we won't make a decision on our next move and where we're going to be living, um, you know, a little until a little further down the track. But now I really, really am enjoying it. I think the friends that I have 
they are going to make it so hard to leave this place one day. I have really good relationships that I have built quite quickly. And I'm not going to lie. I thought coming over here, I'd make friends, you know, I, Josh's team, the partners will all just be friends, you know, I'll have people to hang out with. But what I didn't realize is that I would have really, really deep relationships that are more than just hanging out. Like these are people that I can, you know, have a cry to if I'm having a hard day. And I was very, very shocked about that. I, 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 and I'm definitely not taking that for granted. Yeah, that's amazing because I know that was my next question for you. I feel like I'm interviewing you, but I know everyone's going to want to know these questions. And I know Mm -hmm. we get a lot of girls that are thinking of moving overseas and like and moving abroad. So this will be so helpful for them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. making friends. I mean, it's good that you were in a position that you were kind you kind of had a setup Mm -hmm. where you could meet people already, which is great. And but it is so comforting to know that it's not just like a surface level thing that you've made over there with people. Like you're actually making real connections and you're making real friends. And I know you went to Nice with a few of your friends as well um, recently. That looked amazing. Mm. Um, But, yeah, so how friendships-wise is probably your most positive side of, like one of your most positive sides of moving. Yeah, I – so I've got – or like, you know, our, our club girls, we're a group and I love, honestly, love all of them. Everyone is beautiful. Um, you guys will also be impressed that I made a friend at the gym, which is so unlike me to, I don't know, it's just not like me. I feel like I kind of keep to myself a little bit, um, particularly at the gym. But one of my really good friends, um, we just kind of met at the gym and then another one of my friends, she's not in, she, this is probably like my closest person. She's actually not in the team. Her partner plays um, another sport, but she has a child the same age as Bambi, um, a boy, and they are best friends and having a mum that has a child the same age, I definitely didn't realize how important that was for me. And I think because my whole pregnancy, my whole newborn experience, I never had any friends in my immediate circle that had a baby. And now having that, I wish I had that when I was in that newborn phase, because I think just someone who is really, really in the exact same stage as you is so incredibly helpful. I (laughs) am. Firstly, very proud for you making a friend at the gym yeah. because we always tell the girls here to go go to a gym and meet your friends. So I'm glad you're taking our advice on board. And um, on that, I think that's a really important topic because having friends that are in the same like life stage as you is really important. Like I know me and Charlie are obviously complete different life mm-hmm. stages, but we are still remain really good friends. But we also have found friends that are at, very similar life stages to us like Charlie with her mm-hmm. her um, friends that have kids which obviously I can't and Charlie's mm-hmm. friends back here we can't relate to that really like to be honest and then Charlie can't also relate to like mm-hmm. I need some single friends to like go out with and like relate to and like over the trivial boy shit that like is not going to matter to Charlie <laughs> I'll tell her about it she'll think it's funny but she just can't relate to it so like but it's really important to have those kind of um, deeper friendships with people no I guess I should probably talk a little bit about France as in more about the country and what I think of France 
to be honest, where we actually live, I was surprised at how much it just seems like Australia. I think Paris is more those apartments with those little tiny balconies and those kind of like tiny streets, whereas where we live, it's a lot more residential. There's like massive parks and greenery um, and it's not so – it's not as many buildings, I'd say. Um, One thing about France is pretty much every restaurant and stuff will close from about 1 p.m. and then reopen at 7 so if you're going, this has happened, if you're going out for like drinks with the girls and you're like 2 p.m. let's go, like the bars that you go to, they will not serve any food until 7 p.m. So you need to line that stomach before you head out, you know. I have been I have been caught short. Um, another thing is, I know. That is Charlie's work. Thing is most places are shut on Sundays. They really encourage family days on Sundays, which I think is a really beautiful thing because that's nice that they kind of want everyone to just pause one day a week and spend time with their loved ones. What other differences have or culture shocks or things that are just funny? Something that I find hilarious every single day, I'll walk past someone and before I even open my mouth to say bonjour, they say hello. And I'm like, why? Why do I not look French to you? And I think what I have decided is the reason that people know I'm not from France is the way that I dress. I, it's like, it's been really cold. So I like wearing trackies or activewear. That's pretty much as far as I go. I'll only wear jeans if, you know, I'm really going out for the day or um, going out for dinner or something. They wear jeans. Like athleisure is not a thing in France. So if you're going grocery shopping, you're in jeans and, you know, a top, whereas I just cannot be uncomfortable like that. There's no way I'm wearing jeans to the grocery store or just around doing everything. There's just absolutely no talk. I know. Um, Another thing which I think everyone is going to love when they come over for their Euro summer When we go to bed, I kid you not, 10 p.m. it will start getting dark. Like we have to shut, really shut up the blinds. Wow, 10 10 p.m. (laughs) Yeah, so it's it. The days feel really, really long, and by maybe 5:36, the sun is up, so the days are really long, which I actually love. So if I was to ever like go out, as soon as it gets dark at home, I'm like, see you. So well, that's I like would me because right now later. it's four forty-five p.m. and it's about the sun's about to set, and it's been like mm. it's so cold. The walls have turned because it's so cold here now. I'm literally sitting in a big jacket and you're sitting in a little, mm. but a little, a little thingy. I know I'm not mad about that. That's that's one thing I'm really happy is to be missing the winter. Um, although I did, I do think I yeah, got a fair stint of winter in France. I saw it snow for the first time. I can't Wait, believe have that you was never the seen first time before? I've ever seen snow here. Mm. You never went to the snow never. as a child? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> really getting life experiences out here. 
I know. All right, enough about me. I think we're I think we're over listening to me. Let's talk about let's talk about the pod. Let's talk about Yeah, guys. What is so happening going forward? I think we are I think I definitely know that the podcast is back. <laughs> and we maybe bear with mm. us a couple of weeks to get the audio and everything spot on, but I promise you and we're also videoing this by the way, so you can follow us on TikTok and do all that and we're we're doing it properly. We've got an intro, so I mean, it's yeah, it's pretty obvious. So we're yeah, bear with now. us for a bit, but we are so happy to be back doing the podcast. I feel like it was honestly a bit of a blessing in disguise to have that break and like kind of regroup. And now I feel like we have so much to chat about because we are living such different lives, and it'll be really good and relatable Mm. I think for you guys because I know a lot of people move overseas in their 20s a lot of people are having dating dilemmas a lot of people are thinking about starting families like I think we're at a very pivotal age especially our age right now Mm. Charlie so I think we have a lot to chat about but also we want to chat about like things that are going on in the world some pop culture moments that we're loving like we want to chat about our opinions that are happening as well we'll be talking about ourselves a lot less and what we are most excited for is we're going to be hearing from you guys a lot we want to hear your stories we want to share your experiences as well yeah because, so look, we want there's to, only we so want much we can talk you guys, about ourselves. we're going to do a few segments where or episodes where you guys send in things about certain topics and we discuss them and do all that kind of stuff which will be a bit more fun we've done a calendar we have our episodes ready to go we're planned I, I said to Abby the other day, I wish we were Oh my god, we have so many Ritchie's thoughts wedding. on Sophia Richie's wedding. I'm sure everyone is open. Yeah, what mm. are yours? Should we talk you about it? Away, Let's talk see, about it you're then. in France. You were almost close. Yes, I, I did feel like I could nearly have gone. Okay, put it this way. I had long acrylic almond nails um before Sophia Richie's wedding. After Sophia's she has wedding, been I went She's what is they, what are they calling it? Old money? Is it old money? That's the vibe. Yeah, I think she's old money. Um, oh, I am well and truly effect, on that. Though. And you know what? That's what I also, circling back to Fashion Week, I feel like a lot of people were trying to channel their inner Sophia Ritchie. Like... Mm. Yeah, no, I've definitely been um, doing you that with every I've also been choice I make in channeling life. Is the having those Scott Disicks in your life, getting rid of them, and getting an Elliot because I would really love an Elliot. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I um, my toxic trait is though that I truly believe I could be. <laughs> as fashionable as Sophia Ritchie if I was rich. I honestly feel That's the same, but I'm like, <laughs> just the way, like, I don't know. Okay, some, okay, the stuff she wears is beautiful. This is my take on it. The stuff she wears is absolutely divine. Like, she's so elegant and classy. But I think about myself in some of those outfits, mm. like me, myself, and I'm like, I just don't no, think that I'm, I would pull it off. I think. I think I could. I think I could. You're you're too trendy. You're like timeless. I think I, I I've thrown out every yeah, single you're, prop you're top like I own. Timeless and minimalist, and I feel like I am too. But I also I feel like I'm more like like 
I'm channeling Hayley Bieber and you're channeling Sphere Richie. Yeah, you're Hayley Bieber, Bieber, I think so as well. We may get cancelled for I'll saying Hayley Bieber. For I don't give a damn. Stand of Hayley Bieber, I love her. No, we're so, not even giving it any airtime. Kind of on the back of the Sphere Ridge thing, I want to circle back to Fashion Week because I know while we also were off, we had Coachella on, and Coachella in America, yes, in LA, Palm Springs. Um, it was. It looked like, and I know this was the consensus on TikTok and Instagram and everything that. No one was really trying. Like outfit-wise, everyone was kind of going cool, calm and collected, especially the celebrities. And apparently they were doing that to kind of like mm. set themselves apart from the influencers. Like they're not an influencer. They're a celebrity. Yeah. And that's the yeah. kind of vibe that I got from mm. Fashion Week. I got the vibe that like – and I feel like – I feel right. like I, I that was the vibe. Not I was aiming for that, but like I went for a much more relaxed vibe this year like rather than like being really dressy Mm -hmm. but in saying that there were some extravagant outfits and some girls would like have that look that like beautiful like dress like beautiful dress like that kind of vibe there was a lot more like street style looks which I actually personally really loved Mm. and the shows as well themselves were so fun and so like inclusive like I went to one yesterday and uh, they had people of all genders ages also people with disabilities someone had an amputated leg and he was wearing like crocs on his amputated leg I thought it was so cool yeah and they were like dancing there was lots of colors like yep. it was so much more like it was Eric uh, what brand Avon. is I this think that's how you say it he's like a bit of a like a cooler designer like smaller designer and it was just such a fun show. it was such a fun vibe and yeah. I remember when we went we'd been before and like I've been in previous years it's like very kind of like mm. serious catwalk like the girls I mean there were some like that and the girls are like just beautiful but all kind of looking the same there was a lot more diverse mm. also I feel like the whole vibe of fashion week was a lot more fun and like laid back rather than like chaotic because I was I didn't do fashion week last year purely for the fact that it get, gives me anxiety and I didn't want to go through it like it I feel like it used to be or mm. it still kind of is like mm. who can wear the better outfit who can get the better photo who can it's like a dog eat dog world at carriage work when I've been there with you as your plus one I felt I have never felt more just intimidated yeah. and small in uh, unimportant yes it was and it was also um kind of the more important people I remember there was like influencers who were kind of cutting the line and getting better seats and stuff yeah. as opposed to designers and they didn't even know who they were and I remember yeah, I found so that I feel like really surprising it's kind of shifted a little bit because that's how I remember fashion week too and that's why I was a bit hesitant about this year I was like I don't know what to expect I didn't go last year but I have been many years before and I've also worked at fashion week when I mm. when we were studying and I honestly loved the vibe this year everyone mm. was so friendly everyone was like um hyping each other up and it was a lot more chill it was a lot more sociable you weren't like running from like show to show to show and that in saying that like I didn't commit I only committed to one show a day so like that's probably on me as well because I know me and I didn't want to be like hectic yeah but yeah overall the vibe I really Mm. really enjoyed yeah oh well that's good that's good that 
an event yeah, like no, that. Is oh my god, guys, we're also doing a pep talk. Forgot to say at the start. Pep talk. It's pep talks are not leaving. Um, they're still here. And I'm sorry if you have been waiting for a reply in the DMs because we have not been. Mm. Yeah, we've been and offline, I and so I do apologize. I know a lot of girls message us personally too, and even girls who came to my pop up on the weekend, or just in general, always mention like when they mention the podcast. I think that's really nice. Stop! This is giving me PTSD of that one time. This one person said to me, "Oh hi!" Like was so lovely. Like hey, like I listened to your podcast, and I immediately froze. Didn't ask her a name. Like just just was in pure shock. Well, so I can't even really talk about that. So. In France, comes up to you, and you can rectify that. <laughs> oh, so please. Charlie, do you have a pep talk oh, for please. us? Yes, I do have a pep talk. Let me <laughs> let me get a girl one. Hi, ladies. Just wanted to start off by saying I love listening to you guys. Best vibes and advice. My partner and I have been together for almost six years. He's absolutely the love of my life, and we have decided we are going to build a house together. <laughs> wow! In the building era. I'm really excited about this new chapter I'm moving in. However, I feel a bit sad leaving my family home and my parents. They are literally 800 meters down the road and I know it's the end of a chapter. I need some advice on adjusting. Sounding very familiar I can really you. relate to this. Yeah, so when Josh and I first moved out together, we moved literally 800 meters down the road to my parents as well and I – thought I'd be really, really sad. I thought I'd struggle. I thought I wouldn't find my house with Josh a home for a long time. Cut to two weeks later, I was like, <laughs> I'm never fucking leaving. I love this. <laughs> so I think you just need to, you know, have that time when you're leaving of being like, okay, wow, this is really sad. Have, you know, look at all your childhood room and all your memories and have that moment to be sad and grieve the end of that era. But then when you do move in with your – you're building a house. Stunning. How good is that? Just enjoy that new chapter because I'm yeah, telling you it's like going, so to, much, going to be just as exciting. So much freedom and, like, I can't really – like, I can't relate as much. I did move out but not with a partner. But think of it as, like, you starting your own, like, family. Mm. I'm not saying, like, you have to start a family. But, like, your own – you and your partner are a family now, like, starting your own like traditions and life together life. which you and your, your parents your family are always going to be mm. there literally they're 800 meters down the road they're not going anywhere so I think just mm. be really excited about it and just have an open mind and go build that dream home mm. it sounds like you've got the best of both worlds because you can go there have dinners maybe even drop off your washing if you're feeling a little cheeky and then you still got your own space <laughs> I this is honestly I used to just go to my parents house all the time and I'd get that you know family time but then I had the best of both worlds that I have my own home and my own life as sounds well. Sounds like the so actual ideal setup and we are jealous. All right Abs do you have I anything do not, else to add to this I episode? I want to say again that Thank you for sticking around and thank you for listening to our first episode back. And we apologize if the audio isn't amazing, but we're hoping that it is. And if it's not, it will be approved upon next week. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, guys, for listening, supporting, and see you we next really week. Hope you enjoyed this first episode back. Au revoir. <laughs>